If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Every time something big happens in my life, my identity changes. And if my brand isn't coming along with me, then I'm not living in alignment. And I am a stickler. Anything that doesn't feel aligned, I cut it out of my life. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. It's so cool to be podcasting alongside my business BFF and the woman who inspired me to start my own show. Amy Porterfield is the host of the online marketing made easy podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. With a focus on online business, including digital courses, email list building, social media, webinars, and content, online marketing made easy breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes and is designed to get you more results with a whole lot less stress. If you love listening to the Gold Digger podcast, then you'll love these episodes from Amy. Normalizing mental health for entrepreneurs. Thriving as an introvert in an extrovert career. And what happens when a launch doesn't go as planned? Listen to online marketing made easy wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Kylie. Hi, Jenna. I am so excited about today's topic, which is branding. I feel like when I look back at my career over a decade, I feel like one of the first things I was known for was branding. And we actually haven't talked about it on the show in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while, but I was scrolling the Gold Digger Podcast Insiders Facebook group and questions about branding, establishing a strong brand, doing brand awareness marketing, how to differentiate personal brands and like business-focused brands, like all these topics keep coming up. And I said, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time we address this in one of our Kylie and Jenna episodes. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. Oh, I'm so excited to dive on in. And you actually sourced some questions from the group itself. And so should we dive on in? 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I think we should start with first things first. You already said it. You've been kind of known for and celebrated for your skill in crafting your brand and having a really strong brand. Like you can tell a Jenna Kutcher graphic or phrase or podcast like from a mile away. So I'm curious if you were to start developing a brand new brand today. What are some of the things that you would be sure to incorporate as you're developing that brand that you've kind of learned throughout the last 10 plus years of your business? Yeah, you know, this question is actually really interesting because I haven't even really thought about something like that. I always think about like, what would I do if social media disappeared? Or what would I do if my email list disappeared? But a brand is something totally different. And I think the way that I look at it today is very different than the way that I looked at it at the very beginning. At the very beginning, I remember like thinking like, before I launch my business to the world, I need a logo. And I think that now when I look at branding, it's how does your work or the way that you show up make somebody feel? And it's about making the right people or the people that you're trying to reach feel welcome and help them qualify themselves that they're in the right place. And I don't necessarily know that I would have said this 10 years ago or that I would have even understood it 10 years ago. So it's actually fascinating because it is so much less about the logo or the color scheme or anything like that. And it's more about the messaging. And so if I were to start developing a brand new brand today, I would really look at things like the headline or the subheadline or the messaging that is showing up to provide the consistency for someone to feel like they can know, like, and trust you. And I would worry a little bit less about those things like the logo or the colors or the watermark or any of those things. So when we talk about branding, and I think kind of the lens that I want to approach this topic through today is how is the way that you're showing up or how is the work that you're creating or the place that you're sending people to on the internet making someone feel and how are you empowering them to establish, is this the right fit for me or is this the right message or is that the right person for me? Does that make sense? It does make sense. You know, your brand, it's always been a personal brand, right? Like Jenna Kutcher has always been part of it. Well, yes and no. My first business was named Photographs by Jenna Lee. Did you know that? I did. Actually, I think that's like where our our paychecks still come from for some reason. It's actually true. I've never changed the thing in my banking account. It's very true. When Drew (laughs) drops off checks at the bank, it is under photos by Jenna Lee. And I think my bank thinks that I am a wildly successful photographer these days. (laughs) I love that. So it's just so interesting to me because I think a lot of times when people are starting new business endeavors today, and I see this in the Gold Digger podcast, Facebook group, they're wondering, is it appropriate to start a personal brand? Like, should your name always be part of it? What's the benefit of that versus developing, you know, a brand name that's not your own? Would you still navigate your way into the entrepreneurial space with Jenna Kutcher, a personal brand if you started today? Okay. So I would, but I want to say that I don't think it's for everyone. And I feel like maybe in the past, like myself and other leaders have been like, you have to, you have to, you have to. But I think that as I've grown and matured and also as my life has changed and I've become a mother, there are downsides to having everything be a personal brand. So 
here's what I would kind of look at. And I also feel like too, I've become an investor into other businesses. And if you're investing into companies, you are not investing into personal brands, you are investing into sellable assets. And so there's kind of a differentiator. So if you are creating a product that is a product that can stand on its own, that doesn't necessarily require your name or your voice or your face to be with it, then you absolutely want to establish a brand separate from yourself. So let's say, for an example, when I was at a mastermind with a bunch of incredible business leaders, they were saying like every single person wants to create something that is like non-Jenna Kutcher related income. And so for some people that could be creating a journal that they sell. For other people, it could be like a supplement or a product. But you want to have some sort of revenue down the road that is not reliant on your namesake. Because if growing a company that doesn't rely on you or that could potentially be sold or acquired is on your radar or a goal, then having something that can stand alone as a brand is important. But a lot of people aren't thinking that way. A lot of people that that idea is so far-fetched that a personal brand is a benefit and sometimes a requirement to start and establish a credible business. If you are building a business where you are the name and the face, then I definitely think it should be your name. When I was a wedding photographer and operating under photographs by Jenna Lee, I recognized that when people were talking about me and my work, they weren't saying, I hired photographs by Jenna Lee. They were saying, I hired Jenna Kutcher. And I realized like, oh, there is a disconnect between my brand online and how people are talking about me or the way that they're referencing me. And that was when I transitioned out of that title, that brand and into a more personal brand. I do believe that my personal brand and because I am the face and the name of it, I have been able to pivot multiple times and into many different spaces because people don't necessarily care a ton about the finished product. They care about me as a person. And when I get passionate about something, they will pivot and get passionate about it or at least back it. So having a personal brand is not a one size fits all thing. I think you've got to establish like, do I want to be the face and name or do I want to grow something that is totally separate from me? And you've got to make a decision there first. But I also think that it should be known that you can do both or you can build both. I would just say, start with the one that feels like the lowest hanging fruit, the easiest for you to start with. And then maybe think about something down the road that can branch you off into that other space. So that was super robust. And you bring up a really, no, 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 no. In a good way. You bring up a really good point where with a personal brand, you do seem to have a little bit more leeway to transition and pivot and change your offer because people are following along for the voice, the face, the message, the feeling of the brand Jenna Kutcher and not necessarily Jenna Kutcher photographer only. That's really interesting. I mean, that's something I ran into when starting my podcast too. You know, my podcast, the content I'm sharing, it's about other people. And I didn't want to be the center of it because that would detract from the stories I was telling. And so not having a personal brand made more sense for the direction I was going with my business. So really, really good points there. Um, I love talking to you about branding because it's clear you know your stuff. (laughs) I think about it a lot. And I think it's become so second nature. But I think too... 
I, I feel like this year, one of the themes that I want our listeners to lean on is self-awareness in that you need to be self-aware enough to know, like, do you want to share your life? Do you want to share about more than just the output or is the output the objective? And if the output is the objective, then you need to create a brand that is separate from you. But if you are out there and you're like, I want to create influence by the way I live or what I share, then a personal brand is. And I just think a lot of times we take things and we don't have the self-awareness to really ask ourselves, which one is the right fit? And I want to empower our listeners to be like, okay, this is the path I'm on. And maybe it's the untraditional one, but it's the right path for me. Mm, I love that. Okay. So I, again, scanned the Facebook group to see what people were talking about on the topic of branding. You know, if you ever have questions about branding, that group of over 60,000 people, they're all in there in our Facebook group talking about branding and everything that has to do with entrepreneurship. So you can actually search a topic and find a post and see what people are saying. And that's exactly what I did. So... Talia Massaroni was talking about her current challenges in starting and growing a brand. And her question, or really her idea, was that she's looking for really fun, cool, and unique ideas to create brand awareness. So marketing her brand, not necessarily selling a product, but just spreading awareness about her brand in general. Where would you start with that? Yeah. So... I would be thinking about different mediums because when we look at things like brand awareness, if we're only focusing on serving on one channel and through one means, we're probably missing a really great opportunity to reach people in other places. Brand awareness really means like when you're like, whoa, this person or this brand is everywhere. I feel like I'm consuming them in all the different spaces or I'm seeing them everywhere. And so you want to make sure that you're not just head down focused on one channel, but that you're thinking about like, how can I reach people where they already are in different ways? And, you know, maybe let's say you don't have a podcast, but you could be a podcast guest. Maybe you don't have a YouTube, but you could show up and do like a collaboration with a YouTube creator. Maybe you do an Instagram live with someone. Maybe you start creating different form content. Maybe if you're only posting grid posts on Instagram, you try out posting reels or Instagram stories. And so when we look at brand awareness, we don't just want to look at quick hits, meaning content that lives and dies very quickly, aka social media. But we also want to create good searchability around what we do and have some of that long form content supporting. Long form content is essentially almost like a library of content or a directory where you are showing up. And if somebody types your name into Google, they can find different ways to consume that content. So I would encourage you, um, if you are looking at building brand awareness, Try to look in your space or look at people that are serving audiences similar to your ideal audience and figuring out ways that you can partner with, collaborate, pitch yourself to, or show up with those sort of people so that people are like, oh, I keep hearing about this, or I keep seeing this person, or I keep you know, noticing that this person is showing up everywhere. I'm curious. Brand awareness really evokes curiosity. And when curiosity is met with content that serves, that delivers, that establishes that credibility, that's where you're going to find actual results. So let me bounce an idea off of you. Yeah. 
I'm thinking if you have a personal brand, podcasts and doing podcast interviews might be a really good place to share your message, your unique voice. And like you talked about, a brand is how you make someone feel. So I would think that a personal brand for spreading brand awareness, it might be really great to show up on a podcast as a guest, whereas maybe a product or service-based brand that's not built around your name and face, maybe working with other influencers who have their own platforms, getting your product and service into their hands and having them talk about it. Would you say those might be some good ways to get your feet wet with brand awareness? Oh, absolutely. And when we really look at the term like a brand, if we're talking about what somebody has built... The brand is the personality around the offer. So for example, like if you are a personal brand, you are the personality around the offer. But if you have maybe say a product-based brand, think about things like like the LG refrigerators. They hire Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell to be that personality, right? They lean on people that already have influence, that are already trusted. We see this every single day with influencer marketing. It's product-based brands that want to provide a personality behind their offer. Therefore, they are doing outreach with people that already have established personalities. So you want to just make sure when we're looking at branding, it's so far beyond the visuals and the pretty it's that personality. And so you want to make sure that you are giving your brand personality either through your personal identity and the way you're showing up or by partnering with people that already have those personalities that you trust to share the vision of your product. Related but not, I just want to be friends with Dak Shepard and, and Same. Kristen Bell. Same. <laughs> when they talk about refrigerators, I'm like, yes, I need the refrigerator where you push I'm a here. button and see what's inside because I'm too lazy to open the door. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we've already kind of tackled this a little bit, but this is the same topic from a different angle. Yeah. Monica Grace Rockstra in the group wants to know, have you started with a business name and switched to just using your own name? Does it work for you? I prefer having a business name and not my own name. I think <laughs> she ends <it> with. <laughs> I love I love the question mark at the end. Like I think I want this. Yeah. Um, so again, it really relies on your self awareness to know which direction you want to go. And I would say get quiet enough with yourself to really ask yourself, like, do I want to be a person that's showing what I'm eating for breakfast and believing that people care about it? Or do I want to be a person that is creating a really great product and I'm able to talk about how this product can simplify or add value to somebody else's life? And that's really the big differentiator. I personally love having a personal brand for a lot of reasons. And of course, there are downsides, which I'll talk about. But When I look at my career journey 10 years ago, like if I were to have asked the 23-year-old version of me and said, Jenna, are you absolutely positively sure that 10 years from now you want to be doing this exact same thing? I would have absolutely said no. And because I would have said no, that was why I went the route of a personal brand. And again, a lot of this was unintentional and happy mistakes, but when I look at how I went from photographer to influencer to podcaster to author and navigated through all of these different spaces over the span of a decade, having me be the name and face and having me be a very unapologetic, multi-passionate person who is allowed to have many different dreams and desires and goals, that allowed me to kind of pivot and invited my audience to pivot with me. 
the downsides of having a personal brand is sometimes it can get really cloudy of where does the brand start and end? And am I monetizing my life? (laughs) And what does it look like when you bring children into the situation? And how do you provide that separation that very clearly separates work and your real life. And I think that it can get really tricky. And I don't think a lot of personal brands or influencers talk about those types of contemplations when it comes to making money off of being you. And so I think there is serious consideration that needs to be had there. But if you prefer having two separate things, then definitely have the self-awareness to continue on that path. However, if you're realizing that it's getting really convoluted or that people really care about you, but they don't necessarily care about your products and they don't know why they should care about them, then maybe it is time to kind of mix the two to give people something to care about beyond your product or service while they're becoming aware of what that product or service is and while they're qualifying if they are in fact a fit for it. Mm, that's good. Yeah, I know you've been talking a lot, you know, to our team about how you're going to share the girls and how that works when you have like partnerships with companies that are focused on your kids. Like, that's such an interesting thing. And I, I certainly would not have had the awareness or like foresight to look a decade in the future and think, yeah. okay, if Kylie Lowe is the brand, what does that mean for Kylie Lowe, who is going to be 40 someday? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Absolutely. And I think what's cool about branding, if you do it well, is that your brand can evolve as you evolve and you are the gatekeeper. So you have this immense responsibility to yourself, your life, your loved ones to distinguish how you will use the platform. That is such a gift. And yeah, it is fascinating because yeah, when I started this, I was not thinking about 10 years from now, would I be getting paid to talk about a smoothie? Absolutely not. That was not (laughs) even on my radar. Do I love the smoothie? Yes. But where do you draw the line? And I think that's really, you know, a personal preference, but it's also something that a lot of people are working through behind the scenes, specifically when branding shifted to that more personal side where it's like, where is the line and how do I make sure that I have boundaries around it? Mm. As a leader, you're always on the lookout for ways to arm yourself with knowledge, the books, the seminars, even the podcasts that help you make the best possible decisions for you and for your customers. Because when you know more, more good can grow. With the HubSpot CRM platform, you can store, track, manage, and report on all the tasks and activities that make up your relationships with customers. With a bird's eye view over all your customer interactions, HubSpot empowers your decision-making like never before. So you can give your business and your customers all the good you've got. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs, 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay, so Brandy Jones asks, and I think the root of this question is really about rebranding. And so maybe the answer can have a couple of steps to rebrand in an effective and not scary way. But Brandy Jones asks, I want to combine these two accounts into just my personal. She has a business and a personal account, but how? Keep my name and add the branding from the other account in, change my name to the brand name. There was a lot of like stream of consciousness. What do I do here when I do want to start using my personal name as the brand identity? So this makes me smile because I think a lot of people can relate to this question. And what happens is, is a lot of people will get discouraged. And here's what I mean. If somebody has a personal account and they're posting like what they did on the weekend or pretty sunset or, you know, where they're going out for their Friday night drinks and those posts are outperforming the thing that's actually supposed to make them a living Mm -hmm. or the thing that they're so proud of, it's like, well, what the heck, what gives, right? And I think a lot of people have had this. And so they're like, well, nobody cares about what I'm passionate about. I'm just going to quit when they don't realize like, wait, 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 we have an opportunity here. So here's what I would say, Brandy, if you are going to combine two accounts, the first thing that you need to do is on your personal account, Start talking about why you're passionate about what you're passionate about. Start sharing the why behind what you do. Start sharing your process. Start giving people these like little tiny breadcrumbs of what it is that your offer is and why you're doing it. And when we try to separate ourselves so distinguished, like in those two separate accounts, we forget that like we want people to care about the creator and not just the creation. Like we are more than our output. And so you need to mix them in the sense of starting to leave those breadcrumbs about your business or your dream or your idea or your passion or your curiosity on your personal account. And as a personal person so that people can start to connect to that and start to realize like, oh, Brandy really cares about X, Y, or Z, or Brandy is really good at X, Y, or Z. I realized that, you know, my account has always been Jenna Kutcher on Instagram the whole time. And so I never had to go through the process of mixing those things. But what I realized for a long time is that I believe this lie that people only cared about my work. So I hid behind my work, which at the time was wedding photos for years. And I remember I did this Twitter poll back when I was active on Twitter. Um, And it was like, what do you want more of? And every, I mean, it was like 95% of the people said you. 
And I was like, no, 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 you got this all wrong. Like my work is beautiful. I love sharing my work. You only care about my work, but people do care about the creator. So the other thing that I think is really important to know, and it comes back to this self-awareness idea is, can you manage two accounts and manage them well? And a lot of people find that they simply can't. They're gravitating towards one or the other. And so that's a good signifier if that's you where you're like, oop, I haven't posted on my business account in the last month or or the other way around, haven't posted on my personal account in the last month. Okay, maybe it is time to combine forces and to really like clarify the messaging and to have people who might just care about you have a warm up period to understand what it is you're doing and if they're the right fit for it. So Mm. I think it is a really great thing to mix them. And I think it's really powerful to give people things to care about beyond what you do or sell, which is in fact going to give your brand a true personality. And Kylie, is it okay if I break down the JK5 quickly? Because I think this could be a really game changer for a lot of people. I mean, I guess since it's your show, you have full permission to do whatever you want. <laughs> do you think that would be helpful though? Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. It's been a while since we've touched on that. Yeah. So I've taught this method, the JK5. It's actually been written about in business books and stuff. I wish I would have named it something better a long time ago. <laughs> hey, but it has the, your name in it. Right. The JK5 is really looking at if you are on the precipice of wanting to create a personal brand or combine accounts. You need to choose the account that has the most engagement and the most engagement that leads to results and really put your focus there. But what the JK5 is, is figuring out what are your cornerstones? What are the pillars of your brand? And only one of these categories, you're going to have five categories, only one of the categories is what you sell. So what are the other things that people can connect with you on or are going to relate to or are going to seek out or are going to engage with that are going to give you that personality? So for me, it's changed so many times throughout the years. At one point, it was like foster puppies and home decor. At this season of life, it's a lot about motherhood and entrepreneurship and body image. And so what are these categories that people are going to relate with or connect with, even if they aren't currently aware of or ready for my products? And what this does is it gives you almost like a theme to cycle through so that one, you're not sitting there thinking, I haven't posted a week and I don't know what I should post, but you're kind of moving through these categories as a frequency of posting. But two, it's giving people a reason to follow you, even if they're not ready or not the right fit for what you're selling right now. So I think that that is a huge way that I have been able to pivot And really that one category of what it is that I'm selling has changed throughout the years, whether it's a digital course or my book or my podcast or a collaboration or an influencer relationship. And so it just has kept people growing with me as my brand has grown and evolved while still serving them and giving invitations that lead to actual results. I think the JK5 really translates beautifully off of Instagram as well. So yes. if you're standing thinking, you know, how am I going to develop a brand and talk about things that are more than just my product on my blog? Or if you're starting a podcast, those five tenants, those five categories of of topics of content can be more than just the squares on Instagram as well. Absolutely. And that's honestly how we plan for this show, plan out all of our content as we look at the main pillars of the brand and where they're at for today or this quarter or this year. And then we are really cycling through those different 
categories and using different means of sharing about them. But those are the pillars. Those are the things we want to be recognized for. Those are the things we're experts in. And that's what we want the conversation to be around from a brand standpoint. Okay. So you've said this phrase a couple times since we started talking, talking about your own brand evolving as you Mm -hmm. shifted, as Jenna Kutcher changed, the brand changes. I want to know because I've seen behind the scenes, but maybe you're ready to talk about it a little bit. And maybe, you know what, maybe it's really apparent in how you're showing up online now these days, but how is your own brand kind of shifting and evolving in this season as you're becoming an author and now as a mom of two? What's that look like? Oh, it's so cool. Thanks. I love this question because it is something I haven't necessarily outright said yet, but I'm very excited about. And I've actually felt this shift coming for about a year. I remember having early conversations with certain team members of like, I just feel like we're going to be pivoting again. And it's, it's exciting. It's really exciting to me. And I think that what the pivot is for me, if I can try to put it into words, it's more of a feeling right now, but I have been known as this Instagram guru or Pinterest expert and all of these things. And I love those platforms. They have changed my life and my business and I have really great systems around them and strategies around them. However, I'm at a season of my life where sometimes I can't even take my own advice or follow my own system because my life has changed. I mean, I have changed a lot since I started. And so the shift of the brand is really, I want to show people what entrepreneurship can do for you and your family and your life. And I want to help people live full lives, not build businesses that take over their lives, but build businesses that support what their idea of success is. And it's going to look different from mine. And I love that. And I accept that. And I invite that. And so I really feel like what I am so excited about my book is, and a lot of people don't know this, is my initial manuscript that I wrote without telling anyone, including my mom, was a business book. And I had believed that I was the business person. People knew me in the business space. I run the marketing podcast. I need to talk about business. And when I went into the formal process of pitching my book and talking with different editors and getting my book deal, everyone was like, this isn't a business book. It is so much more. It is so much more. And it changed the entire trajectory of the book. It changed the messaging of the book, but it also changed who the book was for. And it was such a beautiful thing for me because it was honestly like this invitation of like, Jenna, step out of the box that you've been in. Like this message is something that all women need. And it's a message that so many people are contemplating right now, regardless of if they are an entrepreneur or not. So The brand is shifting into more of a lifestyle space. And I say that very loosely because I think a lot of people have connotations of what that means, but it is shifting out of just the nitty gritty marketing. There's still going to be so much of that, especially on this show, but more into a space of like, here's what entrepreneurship can do for your life. And here's how you can live a fuller life and have your work support that. Mm. 
you know, it's so funny. Whenever you kind of intuit that a shift is coming or that Jenna's about to evolve and you clue us into it, and then it all happens so naturally yeah. and so beautifully. And the content on the Gold Digger podcast, like you said, it's still very much business rooted and marketing rooted. But it's also been obvious that there's been more topics about motherhood and life and balancing and integration and all of that. And so I think that's clearly a testament to your ability to evolve and adapt your brand and still stay true to who you are. But if anything, I think it's a huge permission granter for someone who's like, wait, this doesn't align anymore. Can I shift? Should I shift? If Jenna Kutcher's doing it on this massive platform, anyone can really do it. Yeah. It's like, we are different people than we were a couple years ago. You know, the world collectively shifted. And in that shift, I think that a lot of us were able to get quiet with ourselves and say, you know, what's working, what's not working. Where do I feel excited or passionate? Where do I feel like I need to stop certain things that aren't serving me or my audience any longer? And it doesn't have to be this abrupt, like reannouncement, reinvention, Taylor Swift style. Like it can be a slow and intentional evolution. For me, every time something big happens in my life, my identity changes. And if my brand isn't coming along with me, then I'm not living in alignment. And I am a stickler. Anything that doesn't feel aligned, I cut it out of my life or my workload because it I can't do it with the right intention. And so it's been beautiful to one, like let the team in and be like, here's where I think we're going, but I'm also leaving a lot of room to kind of see how things unfold. And here's how we start changing the conversation. So it doesn't feel like this abrupt before and after, but that it's this beautiful and slow progression as I step into this next version of me and continue stepping forward. And I think that should be a huge permission slip for anyone who's looking at what they're doing or what their business is or what they want to build to recognize you don't have to have it all figured out in order to launch. It can change and evolve and it should. But also if you find yourself today not excited about what you're about to do or not feeling aligned with the work that you're doing, to start to lean into that and to figure out what that slow progression or what that evolution can look like. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, 
doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Jenna, what didn't we mention about branding that you want to put in here? This has felt so rich. Oh, good. Okay. Here's, here's what I want to say. Okay. Nobody cares about your logo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Truer words have never been spoken. The things that we care about and the things that we think are big deals, especially when it comes to branding, nobody cares the way that you care. Nobody is analyzing it the way you do. You are not going to be the next McDonald's where somebody can see the golden arches and recognize you from 18 miles away. And that is okay. So don't get wrapped up in the way things look that you forget how they should feel and focus there because we as creatives get so tied up into these nitty gritty details that only we care about. And so this is also permission to launch before you have everything in place to change your logo 18 million times and know that nobody is hitting refresh and wondering what the heck you're doing and to just get started and focusing on what your work makes people feel. I'm not going to be the next McDonald's, Jenna. Uh, no, Kylie, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But and you have a beautiful logo as well. Okay. But it is funny because it's like those we're investing so much into those things instead That's of true. really thinking about the messaging and helping people just feel welcome in the spaces that we create, especially if they're the right fit for what we've got to offer. I love it. Well, I think that 
definitely nails down our first branding topic in a while on the Gold Digger podcast. And maybe not the last. If you loved this episode, please let us know. And if you want to be a part of our Facebook community, dang it, we would love to have you. So go to golddiggerpodcast.com and you can request to join the Gold Digger Podcast Insiders Facebook group or just search Gold Digger Podcast Insiders on Facebook and you can join our incredible community and join in on the amazing conversation. And Kylie, until next time, gold diggers. Keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.